0: Okay, you guys, welcome back to Divorce Confessional. I'm sorry I haven't been recording that much lately. Um, it's been really hard, and I just wanted to pop on an update. I know last post I did was kind of sad and down and, you know, just me being scared of my ex. And I've been attending therapy, you know, group therapy, and... It's been good, but it's been hard. Um, You know, even though I'm two years into starting my divorce, four months out of finishing it, finalizing it, it still feels like I'm in the middle of trauma. And a lot of that is because of how hard it is You know, to have not only an ex be a narcissist, but also someone you have to share your child with. And I think part of me is always going to be, you know, a little bit traumatized to deal with them. It's just not easy. Um, Whenever I think, you know, things might be getting better, it's always the calm before the storm. It's always something's going to happen. You know, give it a week, give it a month, give it a day or two. He's going to lower the boom. If he's being neutral even, that's my signal that, oh, my God, he's planning something I'm definitely not okay with. Otherwise, he wouldn't even be neutral to me right now. And every single time, that's the case. We're coming up on Easter and spring break for my son, and... Unfortunately, um, this year he gets both and his birthday this year. So, you know, I've had him for a few months since Christmas, the whole fiasco where he was up there and I couldn't contact my child and it's been good, but it's really, really hit me hard lately and I don't want to cry But my son's getting older, and he's more aware, more cognitive. He's special needs. He's very much still a little behind. But, you know, as he's almost six, he's getting more aware of holidays and um, time passing and seasons, and, you know, he's getting excited for this stuff. And it just breaks my heart that... I'm not going to be the one to celebrate, you know, these, these things with him this year. It's really, really hard. And so it's not easy. I think going to group therapy is helped. but our leader said something last week and she was talking to one of the other ladies and she just said, you know, you're in the middle of your trauma right now. And even though we're done with our divorces, it's like, yeah, this you know the repercussions of of being in an abusive relationship and what we've been through is really traumatizing, even though you know she has a boyfriend and she's moving on the best she can, she still really is suffering from. The same thing I am. Just feeling like you're caught in that cycle again. Feeling like you have to second guess people and just feeling unsafe because of what your ex, you know, how you felt with them for so many years. And I think it's important to realize that and to recognize those feelings as they come up. You know, I don't, at this point, I don't have any advice for anyone and that's the sucky part. You know, I just want to let you guys know. It's hard. Every single day is a struggle. To not live in his shadow. To not live with my mind going back there to to my survival mode. You know, I just want to... Enjoy my son and live my life and not fear what's going to happen when he's not with me. What's going to happen when, you know, undoubtedly my ex is going to go against everything we ever agreed on. Take him back to see his family who's extremely abusive for an extended period of time eight hours away. You know, I'm just dreading it, and I'm praying, and I'm hoping that this time is better. That that as my son is getting older, that, you know, he can speak up for his needs. I just hope it's different. I need something to be different. Because right now, I'll be honest, this is hell. You know, I'm just praying for grace, praying for peace in my heart that somehow I'm okay. And I will be. But it's just hard. I got incredibly bitter um, Friday, packing him up for his weekend and his dad's and just thinking you know, just thinking about the betrayal, about how he has chosen to do things I'm extremely not okay with regarding our son and how this is the new normal. You know, I never thought I'd be here. And so that leaves a lot of bitterness in my heart. And then I think I've mentioned it before, but during the final hearing, we were sitting down, maybe not even the final hearing, but um, one of those conferences with both our attorneys and his incredibly horrible woman of an attorney was just telling me, oh, don't you want more time away from your son? Don't, you know, don't you want to go get your hair and your nails done and you need more time away from your son trying to get more time away from me to give to him who's a drunk so I'm like okay I looked at her like she was an idiot didn't say anything and then moved on not even gonna acknowledge that statement but you know those words pop into my head sometimes and I'm like flabbergasted because cleaning, you know, as soon as my son goes, I tend to clean to keep busy all the mess I didn't get to during the week, and it just breaks my heart. You know, cleaning his sink with toothpaste all over it, and the first thought I have is, oh, my God, it's like I would give anything to have him here messing the sink up right after I do this. I don't want more time from him. I don't as crazy and chaotic and hard as it is to balance work and life and school and all the things that fall on me because his dad's pretty deadbeat. I don't want more time away from him and I don't think I ever will. You know that doesn't that doesn't vibe with me. That is not my style, that is not my parenting. That's not the kind of mom I am. I would give anything to have more time with him. I would give anything for every day to be as hard as it is when I don't have help because that means he's with me. And maybe as he gets older, it'll be easier, but right now, he's still my baby. You know, he probably always will be, but he needs someone advocating for him and making sure he gets taken care of, and that just doesn't happen. You know, and it's not just a differing of parenting styles. I hate that. You know, even on Friday, my ex showed up. I can tell when he's sober and I can tell when he's been drinking or hungover, either hungover or he has been drinking or, you know, he's somewhere along that, along that line. Not not quite 100% okay because he won't look me in the eye. You know, just real shady, avoiding eye contact, avoiding talking to me, just... I've known this guy for ten years, I know, when he's not sober. And he wasn't Friday. But... You know, what could I do? So I don't want to drag this out, but you know, that's where I'm at right now. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. You know, it's, I think we need to give ourselves permission to be okay with where we are at right now. And it might not make sense to anyone else. You might get told like I do. It's like, why are you feeling this way so far out? Why are you feeling this way? You got away from him. Yes, but... You know, it's not that easy. You might have gotten away from your abuser, but you know what? The repercussions are long-lasting. Rebuilding your life is long-lasting. Starting from nothing is incredibly hard. And, you know, just give yourself kind of an emotional hug today. It's like... You are trying the best you can. And if you're not okay, that's okay too right now. You know, don't hold yourself to anyone's timeline for healing. You're not on that timeline. You know, you are forging your own path here and that is okay. It is okay to feel sad and confused and lonely when you feel it. You know, just give your permission to feel those things.